Hello, I'm Billy Buttery, and this is Food is Culture, a podcast. Welcome to part three of Jenny's Pack Lunch Survival Guide, the hacks episode. Don't we all love a good hack? Well, Jenny has a ton of great tips and time savers that I'm so excited for you all to hear in this episode. We've already learned so much from her. In part one, what to pack, we learned to pack what our kids will eat. It's not the time to try out new flavors or new foods. Your kids love sandwiches? Pack sandwiches. Loves pasta? Pack pasta. Is a snacker? Pack charcuterie. In part two, what gear to buy, we learned so much stuff we need to successfully pack lunches on a daily basis for hopefully a full year. My biggest takeaway, get proper ice packs. (laughs) And here we go with the last episode in the series. Enjoy. Okay, so now we're on to hacks, which is I'm all about the hacks. I think if you're a mom, you love hacks. Right. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Saves time. It's more efficient. We got to share them all with each other. Yes, Mom, Mom Tip Monday. It's it's oh, amazing. Like that. <laughs> start that. We should. Let's do it. Um, we'll do all of. We'll start with our lunches. You have okay. so. I feel like I've already learned like a million tips. Good. Well, I've had a lot of years of experience behind my belt, and a lot of uh, you learn from a lot of your mistakes. So. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So let's talk hacks so that we you can avoid them, hopefully. Well, and you had mentioned something about preheating food. That's genius. Yes. And tell I me about it, this. I wish every thermos came with a label that said must preheat, you know, so food stays hot throughout the day. I've done a lot of reading up on it and I've done a lot of testing it. But what you want to do is... Um, boil water in the morning, you fill up your thermos and you put the lid on it and you let it sit for at least five minutes. Then you dump out the water and then you put your food in it. And obviously you've heated up your food at that point. And depending on your thermos, there are some thermoses that are more, you know, efficient than other ones. Um, it'll stay, it will stay hot by lunchtime. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, and that's like the proper way to make tea in England, I learned, is you preheat the teapot. Like that's smart. Yeah. So that makes so much, I would have never in a million years figured that out. So I think that's brilliant. I'm going to like print that out and put that on my fridge because I'm for sure going to end up packing my son like alphabet soup and he's going to be like, it was cold and gross. So (laughs) don't do that again. But preheating, fabulous. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say share it with everyone, but. You yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're here. Hopefully people are listening because this is, I mean, even as an adult, like that's so brilliant. Oh, yes. It works for us too, especially people who, you know, have to bring their own lunches to work, especially if there's no microwave and like bowls handy, you know, you just want to bring it yourself. Yeah. Preheat your thermos and you totally. can enjoy a hot meal. Well, and I'm sure in elementary schools, I don't really have, I don't really remember a microwave in elementary school, but in high school, the lineup to preheat, to microwave your food was always crazy. Like if you weren't the first, like two or three people in line, like you weren't eating your lunch. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I I can only imagine what that, you know, by the time the 20th person heats their food, what it looks like inside the microwave. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So another hack. So Talk to me about pre-peeling and pre-cutting. Because my son loves a pre-cut apple, but once it's yes. sat out for 10 minutes, he's not into it. Yes. Kids are... Pre- and when you're packing it in a lunchbox, if it's if it doesn't stay cool, it'll brown quicker, mm-hmm. right? I find that, um, you know, I have multiple lunchboxes just because, you know, for three lunches, I was... Uh, packing and, and, and sharing my lunch boxes on Instagram. So I have a ridiculous amount of bento boxes. And with all of them, I found that the 
apples kept the best in a stainless steel bento. I don't know if there's a science with that. Um, Maybe the metal keeps it from oxidizing perhaps. Um, But if your son um, is open to it um, and and the flavor, you can always soak the apple slices in a little bit of lemon. I've had, you know, some parents say they soak it in a little bit of salt Mm. um, or orange juice even. I've done that. Or you can pack it with some sliced oranges um, okay. to make sure that you open up the the peel of them, like the skin of the orange so that the juice gets on the apple, but packing it with uh, like an acidic fruit like that will keep it from browning. Or if you can slice it and kind of keep it together, mm-hmm. you know, like if it's half, you cut half the apple and you cut that half apple in slices, you put it face down in the compartment of your lunchbox and that should keep it from browning at least a bit, but it's going to be a bit of trial and error. So there's a few, a few hacks you can try. And do you pack bananas, which I feel like are the most controversial fruit no, for toddlers? I have <laughs> never packed a banana in my child lunchbox. And I think that goes back from, you know, like traumatic childhood memories of the mushy banana in the brown paper bag that has yeah. like, it's squished by lunch and it's just oozing out, you know, you see the wet spot on the brown bag. <laughs> yeah. So, or the banana that's been in your backpack for like all week. And your mom was like, what? What's leaking out of your backpack? <laughs> totally. Bananas, Friday, Monday. No, bananas are great for breakfast. Bananas are great <laughs> for after school snack. I don't think, you know, I, saying that I've seen some people, they have, they've cut them in half and they've done some like cute little faces on them, you know, like put chocolate mm-hmm. chips for eyeballs or like drawn a, a happy face on the bananas. If your kid loves bananas and does not mind sort of the, you know, the brown section from where you cut it. Mm -hmm. Or if you can find a banana that somehow fits into one of those banana shaped plastic, you know, (laughs) containers, I feel like they're always the wrong shape to the banana that you get where it's Mm -hmm. too short or the curve's not right. Then totally try it. You know, again, pack the foods that work well for your kids and just try to make them work. And how do you balance, speaking of like containers that may not fit, (laughs) um, how do you balance sort of like the convenience of shopping at Costco in bulk and getting everything sort of pre-packaged versus cutting back on packaging? Like my son's elementary school has asked for parents to send wasteless lunches. So um, little to no anything that's going to be thrown out. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I think that's with all schools nowadays. And I think it's, it's great. You know, it's, you're, you're being eco-friendly. You're also allowed to pack packaged snacks. They just have to bring the wrappers back home. Right. Oh, okay. So you're allowed to pack packaged snacks. They just want you to, you're, they're going to send your child home with the wrappers. So that's what they're going to do. So if you put them in the lunchbox because you're a Costco shopper and it's packaged snacks are super convenient, right? Mm-hmm. And it's easy. There's not, there's no prep work. Not everybody's a baker. Not everyone's going to bake their own granola bars or their mini muffins or, you know, their loaves or whatnot. So they might buy them prepackaged and then you can put that in the lunchbox or on the side of the lunchboxes. You know, if your, if your child didn't eat breakfast that morning, then those are quick snacks that they can bring out on the schoolyard with them or eat at their first lunch break, they'll just put the wrapper back in the lunch bag at the end of the day and it'll come home. So not the end of the world. No, it's not. I mean, if you 
want to be more eco-friendly, um, you know, especially because you've got this reusable lunchbox, you know, start see if you can buy in, in bulk at bulk stores. I was just at uh, the bulk barn this week and they have in bulk like the little fig, you know, fruit bars, like the mm-hmm. and fruit bars, and they're perfect sizes for lunch boxes. They also do, you know, tons of different crackers. Um, they do like little cookies. I get all the alphabet, like um, my kids love animal crackers, like, which are, I don't know why they're called crackers, but cause they're cookies, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I buy them from them. You're just, you're saving on packaging. You can put them into the lunchbox or your, you know, your reusable little snack container or, you know, those um, parchment bags that we talked about. That's awesome. Yeah. But for sure, do what works well for you. If package snacks works for you, work for you, just understand you can pack them. They'll just, schools will send you home with the wrappers. Okay. And I don't know if this is a hack or like the opposite of a hack, but was there sort of like a lunch fail that you can remember that you thought was going to just be, go over so well and you're like, I'm adding this to the rotation and it just just didn't work. Um, There's been a lot of fails along the way, for sure. Not every box that says it's leak proof is leak proof. You have to... If you don't keep your child's lunch cold, certain foods are not going to, like, they could liquefy. For example, um, yogurt. So Mm. I packed a yogurt. For sure recommend, if you're going to pack yogurt in your reusable lunchbox, like your bento box, and this is a great way of how you can save on packaging. But instead of buying a yogurt cup, you Mm -hmm. buy it in a big tub and then you just add it to a compartment of the lunchbox, um, but get like a full fat, like a Greek yogurt, something thick. Mm -hmm. And you have to keep it really cold because as soon as the yogurt warms up, it starts to get liquidy. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's happened and it's leaked through the whole lunchbox. It's just disgusting. So (laughs) I thought, oh my gosh, my kids love yogurt. I'm going to add some sprinkles to them because it's going (laughs) to be colorful and fun. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it was this like, colorful liquid mess all over their whole lunchbox so that was a that was that was a really (laughs) big fail okay Um, good to know yeah and you have to um if you have if you invest in a fancy lunchbox um which it's an investment and um understand that not all food is going to transport the way that you want it to transport. So you might end up buying an, a second lunchbox, you know, mm-hmm. you go and you buy like a stainless steel lunchbox because it's, it's really eco-friendly. It's dishwasher safe. It's going to last a lifetime, but those boxes aren't leak free. So you'll have to add multiple like containers, like those silicone cups inside to keep food separate. And mm-hmm. With those lunch boxes, because they aren't leak proof, they're not odor proof either. So I once did a pasta salad in with onions in mm-hmm. the lunch box, and I had baked these chocolate chip cookies, and I had it in a separate box. And I actually packed myself the exact same lunch because I was working at the time that my kids had. And by the time I opened up my lunch box, um, <laughs> you really smell the onions. But which was which was okay but what was really disgusting is the scent transport uh transferred into the cookie Uh, so it it actually went into all of the food yeah right and you wouldn't even think like i wouldn't even think of that you know i'd 
gingerly pack my son like a super garlicky pesto pasta and yes. like put apples right beside it. So, so. Totally. So being mindful, like that's a tip I have. So really think through the foods that you're going to be packing and think, you know, what box would be the best box to buy? And that's when it might be good to have like a few boxes on hand, right? Like a, the plastic um, bento box with the silicone um, lid on it that's leak proof and kind of odor proof. Or, you know, if it's just a sandwich with some dried snacks and some um, baby carrots and um, grapes, then you can pick pack that in the silicone lunch, you know, in the, sorry, mm-hmm. in the stainless steel lunchbox. So really think through what you're going to be packing for the week and what container it's going to pack the best in. And then it's going to just save a lot of food waste and your child hungry, you know, during the day because it just didn't transport well. That's a great tip. I think that that's, um, it's definitely, you know, sometimes I think we lose track of the forest for the trees and you're so focused on creating these really beautiful little individual compartments that you don't think about the whole thing, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. And, and make it a, a tip from mom to mom is make it as simple as possible for you. Mm-hmm. You know, less, less prepping, less, less prep work is, is, is great. You know, if you choose to buy like big carrots and you want to chop them up, go ahead. But otherwise, make it easy for yourself. You know, get baby carrots and get berries and fruits and, you know, that are really low prep. You just have to wash them and put them in the lunchbox, right? There's not a lot of cutting involved. And this way you keep like the other foods that require more prep work for breakfast time or after school. Hmm. Well, and that was, that leads into my next question, which was what advice would you give a first time lunch packer? But I think that um, to, to remember in marketing, we learned the acronym KISS, keep it mm. simple, silly. Yeah, <laughs> so it's totally. a KISS, it's a KISS from you to first time lunch packers. Keep it simple. Keep it simple and pack the food that they're going to eat. Yes, pack the food right? they're going to eat. That's, that's yeah. definitely the key there. Don't overthink it. <laughs> Okay. Well, if people want to get at you, let's give you, let's give them all your socials and everything. And so they can follow along on your journey, which now has evolved to more than just lunches. It's your whole, it's a whole lifestyle now. It is. It Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram at little love lifestyle. Um, because I had such a big following with my lunch account, I still have it up with, I think there's only seven posts on there. That's at little underscore lunch underscore love. And what's great is those seven posts link to seven blog posts that I've written um, in the past three years, like how to choose a lunchbox, um, some great lunch um, suggestions linked to some of the lunch plans that I've created for my kids in the past, um, as well as collaborated with some other incredible lunch packing moms on these plans. And these plans, they won't work for everyone, but um, what they do is they just, it, it helps you kind of get started. It has a uh, grocery lists, some images, some lunch ideas on it, and some tips and tricks and hacks that we've talked about here today. So there's a lot of great information on there. It's so chock full. Like when I was on your website, and I was like in the lunch plans. I was like, are you not charging for this? This is <laughs> this is like a hand holding for perfect. It's, it's so amazing. So if you enjoyed these episodes and you are still wanting more 
a thousand, thousand percent check out your website because there's, it's just, it's, there's even more information. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and yeah. everybody can always reach out to me too. ask me any questions. I'm happy to uh, link you to some other great accounts that might be relevant to your child and their eating habits. You know, if they're vegetarian or big eaters, small eaters, there are so many incredible lunch packing moms out there on the internet. And there's so much information out there and everyone's happy to help another mom out, you know, or parents, especially when it comes to feeding their kids. So DM me anytime or send me an email. Awesome. And then what's the website so we can, can go directly there to your blog? My website is littlelovelifestyle.com. And on there, there's a section for kids' lunches. Okay. Well, I want to wrap it up with just some silly rapid fire questions. I ask all my guests some questions, but I've tailored these to suit lunches. So okay. are you I'm ready? I'm, I'm ready and I'm excited. <laughs> okay. We kind of already touched on this one, but apple sliced or eaten off the core? Uh, sliced always. Um, sandwich or croissant witch? Ooh, croissant witch. <laughs> sandwich bread toasted or untoasted? Untoasted. And then favorite food moment from a kid's cartoon or kid's movie? Oh, that's a hard one. From a kid's <laughs> movie? Oh, you know what I'm going to pick? No, I know. Um, the uh, What was it? The Peter Pan movie. <gasps> right? When- oh my God, that's my favorite. Thank you. When the Lost Boys yes. eating nothing and Peter imagines the, the table full of food and how <laughs> colorful and decadent and delicious. Like that is by far, yeah, favorite. I love we, that it's your favorite too. We are so the same wavelength. <laughs> so when I was telling my husband, I was going to switch out the rapid fire questions and I, I had said, you know, what's a favorite movie scene? And he's like, that's kind of a tricky one. And I was like, I always think of Huck when the Lost Boys and they oh, start throwing and the food like actually appears and it's colorful and it's just, it's such a fun moment. And um, my husband was like, that's so obscure. And I love that you just said it. That's Yay. amazing. <laughs> But if you think, even as an adult, you know, we eat with our eyes and first, like it's, it's so appealing, all the colors it, mm-hmm. it's just, and just, oh, it's amazing. And it's just, yeah, it's every kid's dream, every adult's mm-hmm. dream, I think. Well, and seeing young kids play, especially, um, you know, like my son, his imagination right now is so vivid. It's he really, when I'm asked when we're playing, you know, make believe or whatever, his descriptions are so real. I feel like I'm, I can see it too. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I love about that scene is they believe it so yes. much that it becomes real, you know? So for sure. And they're so young and their imaginations are just so intact, <laughs> you know, yeah. as we get older, we just, there's, so many other things in our brain that we don't have almost time to use our imagination anymore. And that's, that's kind of one of the reasons why I loved packing these creative lunches for my kids, because it brought me back to like being a kid again and thinking like, well, what would be appealing to them? What would they enjoy? And, um, you know, playing around with a lot of whole foods, like fresh fruits and veggies and knowing that, you know, sometimes it's fun to put, you know, just all the green, you know, the cucumbers mm-hmm. and the beans together in one compartment, like color block, you know, color blocking them or I don't know exactly what that's called, but 
yeah. uh, or mixing it as a rainbow, right? Like in one compartment, you can, it looks so beautiful. And some of my favorite lunch boxes and lunch boxes that have just been reposted hundreds of times have been in the fresh fruit and veg compartment. I've got an orange, you know, that's been sliced at the top. So it's easy for the kids to peel with some grapes and a strawberry and, you know, a cucumber. And it's just a mixture of color. That's so exciting for them. Or like taking that apple and cutting it, you know, cutting it in half, like just before the core, mm-hmm. and then just simply taking a paring knife and turning it into like a little heart. Oh, I love it's that. With like a little V at the top and like peak the bottom. Like it's just like these little things that kids are like, oh, look what mom did. You know, you don't have to get crazy in terms of, you know, cookie cutters. Those are fun, you know, if you have the time and you want to do it. but you know, make it simple. And that's just by sorting food in slightly different ways that makes it appealing or using those silicone cups because that adds color to kid only likes eating somehow green grapes and cucumbers and celery sticks, you know, like, you're <laughs> like oh, yeah. what does this look like? But by, you know, putting those in these colorful, you know, containers, all of a sudden they're like, wow, look at the foods that I love. They look so fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially I think now when we're sending, especially sending kids to school that haven't been in school yet. And that, whether that's kindergarten, grade one, grade two, whatever, wherever your kid is starting, if they haven't been in school before, they've been out of school for so long. I think looking around and seeing all these kids in masks and everything is a little bland and it's different than what school would normally be like to open yes. their lunchbox and have it be this little party mm. in a box, you know, and so colorful. Totally. I think that's really special. Yeah, totally. And just a tip for, for you. I mean, I don't know if I touch base on this, but my neighbor gave this word of advice to me when Abby started school. She's like, don't expect her to eat all the food in her lunchbox or her food at all the first yeah. couple of weeks of school. It's just so overwhelming for them. Um, and there's just a lot happening. And mm-hmm. then saying that too, there'll be days that you put all this effort into lunch that you know they love and they just won't eat it. And there's there's so many reasons for it. There could be so many reasons. So don't take it personally. Talk to your kids about it. Try to find out what happened in their day. Like, don't make it totally focused around the lunch, which I'm guilty about because you know it's it's what I loved. I love to do is pack them this lunch, right? Instead of saying, "Well, why didn't you eat your lunch? Mm-hmm. Well, did you not like it?" Just be like, rather ask them questions like, "Well, what was your day like? What happened today? What was you know your break like?" or but, ha- you know, and then you'll find out perhaps why they didn't eat it and know that, you know, that's okay. It was because mm-hmm. of this or it was because of that. And then try it again the next day. Or in my case, it was my daughter started, <laughs> she lost her two front teeth and I was just packing lunches the same way. Right. She's like, mom, I can't eat it. And she's, you know, she was probably six at the time and she's not going to register that oh, I'm not eating this because I can't because of my teeth and I should go home and tell my mom so that Mm -hmm. she starts to cut it and prep it a different way, Mm -hmm. right? That's up to me as the adult and the parent to ask the questions to get to that point so I can change it for her. 
That makes so much sense. And that totally goes back to even the preheating of the food because sometimes if we have like mac and cheese or whatever for dinner, my son will eat it the next day. And one day I didn't warm it up enough. And he was just sitting, it was just, he was sitting at the table forever. And he was, you know, playing with his Legos, playing with his car. And I was like, buddy, are you not hungry? And oh yeah, no, I'm picking at it. And he was picking at it and picking at it. And then finally he just got up and left the table. And I was like, oh, maybe he's not that hungry. And then, you know, I did the typical mom thing and I took a bite. (laughs) And um, I was like, oh, this is like still freezing in the middle. (laughs) No, I didn't eat it, right? So yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. I had so much fun tonight. I feel oh, like I good. learned so much. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's most important. I'm glad that you learned and you're, you, you're such a rock star mom already. Just all the prep work that you're doing to prepare for your son's, you know, first year at school, it's, he's, he's, it's going to be a huge success. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm so excited to follow along and see how your kids sort of re-enter into school, see what your daughter's, what's your daughter's feeling and follow up on that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to... It's a crazy time, but I think if we can give our kids something to look forward to in their day and it's whether it be a beautiful lunch or you know whatever it is i think that that's the best we can do for our kids well, as we sure. send them out into this world <laughs> <laughs> well like, right you, you have such a good fond memory and it's comforting for you to remember the lunches your parents packed so it is a piece of of, of us that they're taking with them to school even if they don't like it some days but <laughs> it's what you know it's it's a little bit of mom and dad so with them Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. Have a great night and thank you for joining me and for all your amazing tips. I will. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And we've come to the end of our packed lunch survival guide. Wasn't Jenny great? I learned so much from her. If you haven't checked out her socials yet, please do so. I had a ton of information in the show notes, including Jenny's website. I'm compiling all of the episodes into a handy little blog post on my website. Go to billybuttery.com slash pack lunch for more information. And please share with friends who would find these episodes helpful. I started this podcast to talk to people about their cultures and learn about how people eat around the world. School lunches are such an important part of our school-aged years, and it really is its own little part of the culture. Here in North America, parents pack lunches for their kids. I'm sure for most, it's a frustrating and sometimes tedious endeavor. But as Jenny has explained and broken down, it really doesn't have to be. School lunches are probably the first time kids will eat without us. And enjoying their food and learning about what others are eating is maybe their first taste of learning about other cultures and what they eat. It has been a common thread with past guests. Most bring up their lunches as kids, either embarrassed that they had, quote, white kid lunches, or were embarrassed that they had traditional to their ethnicity lunches. As a parent packing lunches in the 80s and 90s, you were clearly damned no matter what you sent. I remember the table I used to sit at in elementary school. I didn't have an easy lunch road and remember often still being hungry when I stood up to go and play. I didn't have a typical childhood, and maybe that's why I'm so fixated on making sure my son has a great lunch experience, or just one that he doesn't look back on and wins. In other countries, lunch is provided by and integrated into the school curriculum, something I think would be amazing. Food is so important in our lives, and learning to eat healthy and balanced is a foundation to a long life well-lived. I hope you enjoyed this little series. Cheers!